Testing, testing, one, two, three. This is episode at six of Just Five Things on Bad Days and Down Moments. Savaloys, it's just Rhoda here, and I am doing this the most unglamorous way possible. <laughs> Have I gone into my recording studio booth? No. Why is it I always leave these episodes until the late hours of Sunday night? Who knows? But I also think it's because I am trying to really feel what comes in through the week that I think would be really helpful to talk about during this just five things period of my life. So today. Today, this evening, I'd really like to talk about bad days and down moments. Um, They happen to everyone. And we live in a world where some people are under the illusion and assumption that they don't happen to people because of what we see and how people represent themselves. And currently, I am in a place of lots of joy and following the happiness feels in my life. And that's great. But I'm also very honest on just five things in my posts every day. If I'm not feeling great, if I feel odd feelings, feel a bit wibbly, churning in my gut, um, red flags going off. That hasn't happened for a while, but I've my head definitely can get in there and make assumptions. And I'm I'm aware to be as honest about this as possible. And I'm at a stage in my life because of what I've been through and the tools that I have collected along the way. I'm having an image of like Super Mario when you're going along on the levels and it's like do 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 um, and you pick up the the tools. Um, down days and bad moments happen to me, but are very, very swift. They have movement, they have action to them. They don't get stuck in my world because I don't get stuck in them and I don't avoid them anymore. I feel them and I don't have an expectation of what it should look like. I allow those feelings to present and release and give me the knowledge and guidance I need in the way it needs to. So feeling down and what to do when it happens. This week for me, Monday was a really, really tough day. Um, I'd had this feeling last weekend, my... um, my perception muscle, my perception superpower had picked up on the fact and was giving me this feeling intel that this week was going to be super huge for me and a lot was going to level up. A lot of incredible things were going to happen and I was feeling this anticipation last weekend. This is how my system works because I have a very strong perception muscle which has grown over years through, you know, creativity um, and it's just been, it's just been well, now I see it as a gift. For a long time, I didn't. I've had it my whole life. And obviously, as you get older and, and you become friends with it rather than pushing from it, uh, it gets stronger. So I spoke to a few friends and I said, you know, I feel a bit sick because 
I know that this next week, what I'm feeling this this next week is going to be a big game changer, but I can't see how. Now, in the past, I've had it where this perception side of me will give me visions of what's going to happen and it plays out like a, like a film in my head and that happens. But I've, no, I've mentioned this a few more times, I don't want that anymore. <laughs> Not for me. I, I mean, it can happen where it needs to happen, but I want to be present in this moment and life plays out the way it needs to play out. Surprise me is my new thing. Let life surprise me and reveal to me what needs to be revealed. Because when you allow life to do that, what happens? It, is beyond your wildest dreams. And I tell you, this week has taken my breath away. I have felt so much joy in my system. I've had to jump around, scream, I've had to be like, just to get my head around it. And I've been going to bed at night and my head has been hurting, like the front of my um, head in my um, forehead has been tight because my mind has been trying to process everything it's been trying to process this newness and it's trying to integrate into my system and the feelings of last weekend that this week was going to be big they I'm glad it didn't give me any further intel because actually it was one of the biggest most exceptional weeks of my life and I'm so proud with the way that my head and feelings have dealt with processing it So Monday was a really, had some down moments. It was a bad day. I wasn't a bad, I can't even tell you why it was a bad day. I just had these feelings in me. I can actually tell you why. Now I've said that, I've mirrored back to what it was. My system was saying, right, it told me on the weekend some fucking phenomenal things are going to happen. So on Monday, all this deluge came up to the surface, like the Bermuda Triangle, And I've already talked to you about how I see the vacuum working. It was all the stuff that no longer served me, um, the false narratives or the things that I needed to heal through super freaking fast for this to make space for this week. And I felt it in my gut and I'd had a really good phone call and a really good meeting on Monday. And then I went to the supermarket And I was in the supermarket and all of a sudden, I just wanted to cry. I had no clue why. I had no clue what it was about. My my body was just like, oh my God, I need to cry. I need to cry. And, And it shocked me. In fact, I'm trying to think, was it this week or last week? Anyway, doesn't matter when it was. This is really important information that I found out from myself. So I, I walked back from the supermarket. It was a 20 minute walk. And I was just like, hang on, this doesn't make sense. I've just had a phenomenal phone call. Like, what is going on? And I got the more I got home, the more I walked home, the more I wanted to cry. Uh, and there was a viewing on the flat I live in because it's currently on the market. And I I was walking up and down the road because I was like, gosh, I, I just need I just need those viewers to be gone and the estate agent to be gone because I feel I'm going to walk into my flat and I need to just have a space to cry rather than to see people and be like, oh hi, sorry, I'm back early. I didn't want this feeling to be put to one side at all. I I was curious to explore it. I was like, what is going on? I'm not this person. I don't have this happen to me 
often at all. So I knew I had to honour it. So I got in, luckily no one was here, and I lay on the kitchen carpet, kitchen carpet, what am I about? I lay on the living room carpet, just lay in the middle, and I was like to my body, right, whatever you need to do right now, you need to do, because all I can tell you is these down feelings are going to create a bad day right now, like, I, what, what, what's going on? And I lay there, I started to cry, and I didn't know why, and I cried more and more, and then something told me to go lie on top of my bed and listen to some meditation music, and I did, and I cried even more, and I felt this stuck energy in my gut, and, um, and I, I needed to address it, so let me go into the five things of how I did that and how I'm finding this helps to move swiftly through a process. So number one, feel it, don't fight it. And that's exactly what I did in that space. And I I, re- I remember walking upstairs being so grateful. I was like, right now, I don't have to walk into my flat. I don't have a partner right now where I have to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Or, oh my gosh, I feel really upset and I don't know why. And I just want to cry. And him be like, well, why do you want to cry? Have I done something wrong? And me being like, no, it's just, I just need to cry apparently. I don't know. Um, you know, people keep saying to me at the moment, you're so aligned. <laughs> so I was like, I've got to do, if I want to cry, I've got to do that. So I was so grateful that I didn't have any commitments that evening as well. So I just came in, sat on the living room floor, lay on it and and felt it. And I started to cry. Then I went with the meditation music on my bed. As I said, I could feel that churning in my gut. Um, so I, cre- I, I, I sat with it or I lay with it, should I say. And then I questioned it kindly. That's my second just five for today on bad days. Question it kindly. And and I was just like, what's going on? And I put my hands on my gut to really feel that pain. I say pain, it was a funny energy. I wasn't physically in pain. And I just felt all these overwhelming emotions about a situation that happened in my life uh, with someone. And it was time for that to be cleared out and made space. And I started to get a bit worried because I was like, does that mean this person's now no longer part of my life? I was just like, what is going on? And I I felt this wisdom within me respond and said, no, it's just this no longer serves you or the connection. It's, it doesn't serve you guys anymore. It's an old narrative. We've got to get this stuck energy out. We're ready to release it to make space for something new and warm and you know, nutritious, nourishing. And I, and I was still scared because I was like, oh my gosh, is this just me feeling this response to trick me into it? So I listened to this music I, and I had my um, hands on my gut and and I was like, right, so this is, I'm crying out an old part of me that no longer serves me, okay. And that in itself is very scary because if you're used to reacting in a certain way to a situation and then all of a sudden you're letting go of those reactions that you have had such identity with, you feel really fucking vulnerable, right? You know what I mean? If you have a crib sheet of how you react to certain situations or a certain person and then you're letting that that go, fucking fear. (laughs) But I was like, no, 
no, this person, you know, the connection with them means a lot to me. And if it needs to upgrade, I'm here for this. I'm here for this. So I sat with that and I really let it disintegrate as much as it could. And I did that by three. My point three on this is creating space for it. I created space for it and I created space for me to have this conversation because we're all about having, well, a lot of us, some of us, I'm a lot about this at the moment, having healthy communication with people, Um, but we don't even have healthy communication with ourselves, you know, so creating that space enabled me to have this healthy communication with myself and trust an aspect of myself that I never used to tap into before. In the past, a situation like this would have dragged over weeks, months, years because I was too scared to create that space and question it kindly and feel it. I would fight it. So I wouldn't do any of the first three points that I've suggested and it became really toxic to myself and to the ripple effects within my energy field. So now I was, I love creating that space and and I was realizing at the time how grateful I was because I could just immediately do it this time round. And I, I kind of had these feelings and visions. I was like, well, one day I'm going to be in a relationship or one day I'm going to have children and I might not be able to jump into this straight away because there'll be other things going on and that need to be prioritized or I'll be working a job, you know, in the arts and my feelings will have to feel like something else and my act, you know, I'll be acting a role rather than being able to have time to feel my own feelings. It just won't be the place. And for the first time in my life, I I saw how beautiful this space that I could immediately jump into was and that. I would always cherish it and if there were times in the future where I couldn't jump straight into that to feel things and question things kindly I was going to use this point this experience as an anchor as a visual anchor to remind me so when things come up in the future and I can't address it I have said to myself please bring this up as a vision so I know that I will be creating that space at some point in the immediate future if it can't be in that moment and that in itself is going to calm my nervous system down so that was a really really lovely gift for some people hearing this who aren't even aware of what I'm going on about it's probably like you sound bizarre right now what are these words and concepts but this really helps not only the way I interact with humans the way I interact with myself and with my creativity because this is now how I question my creativity as well so point four which is interesting I'm kind of um telling you the story I probably should have broken that down with each point but I've given a lot away with the story point four if you want to cry scream or punch pillows do it that energy needs to release it needs releasing um I used to see crying scream oh no well punching pillows especially I know people do that I used to see that as very un-British and um looking like I'd lost the plot and it showed I had no decorum and it was really interesting that that is how I'd been hardwired because it all caught up with me 
Um, twice in the past, I have been in such crippling pain with my lower back. I haven't been able to physically walk. I've had to crawl on the floor. And um, two chiropractors said to me, it's because you don't know how to feel anger. So all this anger over the years is built up in your system and your nervous system has basically just imploded in your lower back to stop you walking away from it anymore. And those were really scary moments. Um, I, I mean, I literally couldn't move. I had to move my legs to get them to move. I couldn't wiggle my toes. And um, since then, I now have a really healthy relationship with expressing myself to myself uh, I will now punch pillows, jump around, scream. Um, it's all just trapped energy. And when energy wants to leave our system, it does it, in, it wants to present in so many ways. Because let's face it, emotions are energy in motion. And that's healthy. There's, you know, there's a spectrum. We are all rainbows. Um, you know, some days we have to use different colors and that's totally cool. But I think we forget that we're allowed to because of how we've been kind of trained as children and young adults and adults um, of what is suitable and what is not suitable. So in this instance, I cried. Um, a couple of months ago, I had something happen where <laughs> I was aware that my neighbours were around but I screamed into a pillow and when I scream I kind of muffled it in my throat as well so they couldn't hear it but just scream and scream and scream and being like ah into a pillow oh the release was phenomenal and and it was shifting this blocked crap out so I was no longer blocked and it's just so so important so this bad day, this down moment that was turning into a bad day, it was still in my system and I, I didn't know what to do and I actually connected with a friend. So um, the last point, number five, is connect and breathe. It's ironic that I said connected with a friend because that wasn't what I meant by connecting that. Um, but I did connect with a friend and I asked her some advice on breathing tips. So with a chiropractic care I have, there's something called SRI breathing, and there's 12 stages and you've got like it takes you through seasons so discovery when you're discovering pain and you're trying to get out of your system and then awaken transform and all these things so I realized this stuck energy in my gut needed to come out and just crying and and reasoning well hearing myself wasn't enough so I lay in bed and I put my right hand over my left hand and I breathed into my chest, through my nose and out through my mouth just to see if it was steady and if it could move. Because sometimes it won't, it's stuck because that's where the trapped energy is. And then I did the same thing on my gut and just down on my solar plexus. Now, when you put your right hand over your left hand, it connects the two brain hemispheres. And when your body is telling you that there's some trapped energy in you and it's stuck, it's actually polarity. So you're having to bring it into communication with itself so it can have that conversation of the best way to release it. So I found that it was in my stomach, my gut area, which is really interesting because normally when I do that type of breathing, that is the most powerhouse place for me. So I did something which is stage three and it's 
basically the words you scream as I'm stuck or you say as I'm stuck. And I started to, my right hand on my stomach, my left hand on top of it, breathing in through my nose and out through my mouth. And then I started kind of rubbing and pulling that place of energy that felt stuck. And I kept breathing in through my nose and out through my mouth. And I was like, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. (laughs) And the energy just whooshed out. I couldn't believe it. I kept doing it. It felt really jittery and weird as I was rubbing my hands around it and pulling it about. And then it just dissipated. And there was all this space and it had whooshed out my body. And the crying stopped. I felt really energized because when you move stuck energy out, it releases into expansion. And I was like, wow, okay. Well, yeah, that wasn't nice energy. And when I checked in and questioned it kindly, it said we have to move this old energy out that you've, how you've reacted to a situation or a person in the past. It no longer serves you. We're bringing a new energy. I could see it. I could see it. So by doing those things and by actually taking the time and the space to figure out what was going on, that down moment didn't turn into a bad day. It didn't. I did go to bed that night and I was a bit weepy because I was like, oh my God, I just don't know what's going on. I don't know what's up ahead. My week is apparently going to be incredible. What's going on? Conked out, fell asleep, had a really good night's sleep. And um, thank fuck that happened on Monday because Tuesday I was speechless. It was one of the biggest moments in my life as a writer. And then um, Wednesday... I was giving some advice on Tuesday, see Wednesday, I followed through with that advice. And it became one of the other most key days of me being a writer in my life. And then Thursday, I received another email, and these are all from different people. And it became another hugely mind-blowing, significant day for me as a creative and writer in my life. And then Friday, I received another email And my head was spinning because the conversations that were being had with me were conversations that someone so early in this area of their career, because yeah, I've already, I've always written, but I haven't written in this genre before this, this area. These are conversations and emails that I was receiving that somebody has 10 years in on this, right? 10 years in on this industry. And I, uh, my head was a wreck. My head was a kind wreck. It was processing everything. And I saw why Monday was so important and why that bad day and down moment or nearly bad day and down moment had to happen. Because if I hadn't have released that, if I hadn't have acknowledged that down part of me, that once vulnerable part of me that just didn't react to things very well and no longer was vulnerable in that area because I feel, you know, I've grown and leveled up in many different ways. The following days couldn't have happened. And if the following days had have happened without me addressing that, I wouldn't have been able to handle them. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have been able to have reacted and responded in the way I had. I wouldn't have responded with grace and I wouldn't have responded with swift action and if any of you saw the story I put up the other day I I was like oh my gosh I've just had this amazing email response it's blown my mind and and I was on the fine line 
of being rude and being on the mark because it was one of those situations where I was balancing on the tightrope of taking a bold move that people don't take. And I've been told by people in the industry, writers don't do what you're doing right now. And it paid off. I couldn't have handled that with the grace that I did if I hadn't have handled an addressed Monday in the way that I did. So I had a phenomenal week, but I had to have that moment of introspection and and hearing me. And I'm shattered. <laughs> I am so shattered. Last night I had like 12 hours sleep and the dreams were so profound. And I'm like, okay, it's it's everything integrating. It's everything aligning. I get it. I get it. It's a lot to get my head around. But um, it had to happen that way. And I now see that when those down moments or bad days happen, I don't take them personally. I used to take them personally and they would drag on. So please don't take them personally know that they're making space and room for you to bloom. And as soon as you see those icky feelings as a pathway to something better, you're going to fly and you're going to be so grateful because the majority of us in this world, the one thing we have in common is hope. We all have hope in common. It doesn't matter how big or small our desire is. We all have a glimmer of hope somewhere. And that actually translates to we all want more. And you are so capable of having more. If you connect in with yourself, if you align and listen, because your body, your intuition and your instinct, it's got your back. And it's been trying to get your attention for a very long time to let you know, hey, kiddo, this is how you get more. Just have faith in me and surrender. See you next week. And in the meantime, if you want to hear a little more about me and from me on Wednesday, I have been kindly invited by my friend Misha to do an IG live on intuitive eating. So that is Wednesday on her platform and you can get it through mine at Just Roda, um, five o'clock British summertime, GMT. And on Friday at 8pm GMT. That's the 2nd of April. I'm doing another IG live with Julia Kotsamani, who I've just done two of the recent episodes with, Sex, Intimacy and Relationships Coach. And we are doing a Q&A on all things sex and intimacy. Um, so if you want to check that out, you know where to find us. I've never done an IG live in my life. So I'm like, gosh, of course, two come up in one week. I love it. Love, love, love it. So you know what to do. If you like this, follow, share, review, subscribe, and get onto Instagram at Just Rhoda because there's so much stuff going on over there. Even I don't know what's going to be going on. So hey, let's all go with curiosity and surprises. <laughs> Have great weeks. Mm-hmm.